Welcome to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast, where changing the world starts with changing the home, with your host, Meredith Curtis. Welcome to Finish Well Podcast. Today we are talking about homeschooling with hot flashes and broken bones. And many of you high school homeschooling mamas understand exactly what I'm talking about. It's broken, I whined to my oldest daughter who looked perplexed. It can't be broken, Mom. You barely hit your hand on my phone. Mom, there's no way. Katie Beth kept trying to reassure me. We were driving home in the car together, and I leaned over to grab something. And I hit her cell phone with my hand. That was it. But sure enough, it was broken. It was my fourth broken bone in three years. What was going on? The doctor suggested a bone scan. The nurse suggested yogurt to increase my calcium intake. And all I thought was, well, I better eat more ice cream. Here I was homeschooling and writing an online column with my right hand in a splint. And of course, I am right-handed. Broken bones osteoporosis, aging? Is there any place to go to slow down this process? And can't it wait until the homeschool years are over? That's what we're going to talk about today because many of us, as we find ourselves homeschooling in high school, we're suddenly in this situation where we are going through menopause. We are you know, dealing with our bones are a little bit more fragile. We might find ourselves more emotional. We're having some other issues that come along with menopause that make life a little hard. And we are having hot flashes. And I think that's the one that everyone thinks about, you know, when they see a a mother our age just fanning and fanning and fanning themselves. I remember one day, this was several years ago, My youngest was in middle school, and I had two in high school, and we attended a family birthday party. It was a picnic, and all the young people were playing soccer. It looked like so much fun. And at first I thought, oh, I'm too old. But then I noticed my husband was playing goalie, and I thought to myself, if he can play soccer at his age, I can too. After all, I'm a year younger. So I borrowed a pair of shoes from my hostess, and I was ready to play my heart out. I was chasing players who actually had the ball in their possession. (laughs) I never seemed to get the ball in my possession. And I just, I found, I'm out there on the soccer field, and I'm telling my body to do things. And my body is just saying to me, nope, we're not going to run faster. (laughs) Nope. We're not going to make that graceful turn. And I just felt like I was slipping and sliding all over the place. But that wasn't the worst part. The next morning, I woke up and my husband was already in the bathroom shaving, you know, the bathroom off our master bedroom. And I was lying in bed. My feet and legs hurt so bad. He came in with his razor in his hand and he said, how do you feel this morning? He was grinning at me. Oh, I'm fine. I lied. Um, Well, my feet and legs, they do hurt a little bit. How about you? I'm fine, too. 
except for my ankles, my knees, my lower back, and my shoulders. Oh, and my little finger hurts, he said. And I thought it was so funny. Here we were. We were so sore. And our kids had all played soccer, and they were all fine. Well, I thought to myself, I am going to make it. And I'm just going to pretend like I'm not hurting. I'm not going to let my kids think that I'm old. So my husband and I go down the stairs. Normally, it takes us about 30 seconds to get down the stairs. That morning, it took us forever. Every step we took was torture, and we were groaning and moaning the whole way down. So it was so funny because, I mean, I thought Mike and I were in pretty good shape. We work out at the Y, and when I finally got to the family room and got my cup of coffee and sat down to just relax a minute before I actually started homeschooling, immediately I felt my temperature rising, 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 rising. Woo! I'm having a hot flash. So I was like, not only is my body super sore, but here I am having a hot flash. How on earth am I going to homeschool today? And honestly, That was probably my first time. I'd had hot flashes before, and I'll tell you about my first one. But that was my first time I really felt like, wow, this is hard. How am I going to homeschool today? And I felt really challenged. And I think what happened that day is somehow I made it through, but I probably had to change things a little. Like, I'm going to stay in this comfortable chair and you can bring things to me and I'll answer your questions. Normally I would just pop over, Hey mom, can you help me? And there I would be just running in. Yes, of course. Let me help you. But that day was different. I just had to kind of stay in that chair, move around a little, every movement hurt. And that was just a real, real challenging day. But unfortunately It wasn't the end. And I remember that day that my son said to me, so mom, I guess that ends your soccer career, huh? Au contraire, my little one. I said to him, I'm playing soccer again this Sunday afternoon. You are? He was so surprised. And I said to him, Jimmy, it's the only way that I know to slow this aging process down. And he just kind of looked at me because at 12, you don't think in terms of aging process. Honestly, I didn't think in terms of the aging process, except in relation to my grandmother or a patient when I was a nurse, until I started hitting it myself. And maybe that's like you, you, you thought, oh, I'm going to be young and healthy forever. And all of a sudden you wake up one day and you have a bad back or you wake up one day and you're moving a little bit slower. So That's what I want to talk to you about today. And before I go on, I want to tell you, I want to talk about menopause, but I want to tell you about my first flash. I'm a worship leader, right? And um, we have practice. And my very first hot flash, we were standing, um, all of us were on the stage and we were singing a song. And in the middle of the song, I suddenly felt so hot. I thought, I am going to die. I just want to rip off all my clothes and get cooled down. And, of course, that would have been so inappropriate in church. So 
I grabbed the mic a little tighter. I think it it was a cooler weather, so I removed my jacket. So just had a sleeveless shirt on. I fanned myself with my music, but I thought I was so discreet because I thought, okay, like I wanted to take off all my clothes and cool down, but I didn't because that wouldn't be propriety. But everyone just stopped playing and they were all looking at me and they're like, what are you doing? And what do you mean? What am I doing? I just slipped off my jacket. Well, evidently I was fanning myself madly. And so they all knew, okay, she's getting old. It's a hot flash. But I remember that day because I never had a hot flash. So, you know, I'd heard about them, but I thought, well, that will be great because I'm always cold. So when I get a hot flash, I'll feel comfortable. Well, no, a hot flash is nothing like that. A a hot flash is like your heart starts pounding and, you know, you, you are so hot. You just cannot cool down and you're sweating. And um, I wasn't prepared, honestly, for that. I wasn't really thinking about it. So that was my very first experience with the hot flash. And I told you about my very first experience with just being overly sore with physical activity because I honestly have always tried to stay in shape. I've always worked out and tried to stretch and stuff like that. But one of the things that I have learned the hard way is if you don't use it, you lose it. And if you've lost it, You need to very gently try to regain use of it. So that's just a little tip. I'm going to give you a lot of tips because I have learned through my own life experience how to do some of these things. First of all, let's talk a minute about menopause. What happens in menopause? Well, in menopause, your female hormone levels go down a little and well, somewhat quite a lot. If you have a little extra body fat like I do, Your body keeps making estrogen, but your body doesn't make only in the fat cells, not at the level it was before, and your body isn't making progesterone. So because those levels go down, all of us have both hormone levels in our bodies. We just have them at different levels. So when our, our progesterone goes down, then our, and for many women, their estrogen goes down too, then what happens is there's more testosterone and sort of the male hormones in our body in relationship to the female hormones. So I just have to say it. You're going to like look in the mirror one day and see some black hairs growing out of your face and you're going to think, oh, but every woman has it. They just pluck them out. So you're going to be okay. You're really going to be okay. But it, it is, it's just that that causes a lot of changes in your body um, because we're not men. And all of a sudden we have a little bit more men hormone and um, we can get, that's what causes the hot flush. It's just the hormones are adjusting and our periods stop. And that can be really heartbreaking for some Um, right before menopause. You'll probably have an urge, like, why don't we have another baby or why don't we adopt? And, you know, you just have that nurturing. It's almost like your body knows this is it. We're almost done here. And I remember I desperately wanted to have another baby at that age. And and then a, a couple of years later, my periods just stopped. So on the one hand, your period stopping is great. But on the other hand, you're dealing with other things like you're still having those mood swings that came along with your period. Only now there's a little bit more anger with them. And so it is honestly a challenge. And 
those things happen right and this this is this is what happened to me. I don't know if it's happening to you if you're listening. This it was happening to me as I had a middle schooler, two high schoolers, and they're all going through puberty. Like they're all emotional. They're all dealing with acne. They're all dealing with, you know, insecurities that come with the teenager. So I think to myself, just when I should be at my very most stable, just when I think I should be at my tip top physical shape to deal with them, to help them, I'm going through things of my own. And then on top of that, I was taking care of my parents and then my parents both died. They both passed away during that time. So that's it. That's something else that you may find when you're at this age of really going through a lot of changes yourself. One of the things that happened to me before menopause, but with some women it happened after, is I would have a lot of dizzy spells. And I don't know why that was. The doctors didn't know. But the same thing happened to my mom and the same thing happened to my grandmother at about the same age. So I just share that with you because if you're like that, you're in a challenging time. And I have done a podcast called Caring for Aging Parents. And there's a link in the show notes, but that may be something that you really want to check out because um, if you're dealing with aging parents, I'm not going to cover that, but I'm just going to mention that, that bottom line, you've got teenagers, that's stressful. You're dealing with aging parents, that's stressful. You're dealing with menopause, that's stressful. You're dealing with changes like your bones can become less dense and You can ward off some of that with weight training, and we'll talk about that. But honestly, it is just physically there's changes, and your body is just not as agile as it was before. And it feels very sudden. And then there's the weight gain, and you think, oh, my goodness, when did I put on 30 pounds, and why can't I get it off? I never had trouble like that before. So all these things are happening, and If you're not careful, you can become a huge ball of stress and you can feel overwhelmed. And no one, no one sees all these things. It's not like your body produces signs on your forehead in menopause, treat gently. Like, no, they, teenagers, you know, they're going through their own stuff and your husband's overwhelmed by some of that stuff. And then you can sometimes feel alone. And I want you to know you are not alone. The Lord is with you. The Lord sees your situation and the Lord would not even allow it to happen unless he had every way of helping you cope. So how do you continue to homeschool while your body's aging? Well, one thing is make time for gentle exercise and weight training. And this is this is really important. Um, after an injury, I'm not saying go do Zumba the day, like the day after I had my soccer incident, I didn't go do Zumba the next day. I had to wait a week or so till my body stopped hurting. And you do need to give your body time to heal. And the truth is you heal slower as you age than you did when you were younger. So a sprained wrist might heal in like four days when you're young, and then it might take over a week when you're older. So just know that you're, Give your, be gentle with yourself. You're, you're changing and you need to take care of yourself. And moms, you take care of everyone else, but there's no one really who takes care of us. So 
take care of yourself and be a friend to each other and remind each other, hey, we're going through a time when we need to be more gentle. So a lot of times um, you kind of switch like women who run or do aerobics, high impact aerobics might switch to low impact aerobics, might switch to water aerobics, might switch to swimming laps, other things that still give you a good workout, but they're more gentle. You don't have the impact because with our bones being a little bit more brittle, that jumping, that high impact can be hard on our bones. So that's when I say gentle exercise, I don't mean like wimpy exercise. I just mean exercise that's more gentle on your bones and joints. And then weight training. Weight training is really key. And you don't have to work out with big weights. You can get like two-pound weights or five-pound weights and just do some things with your arms. You can do things with your legs like leg lifts, kicks, um, leg extensions, things like that. And all of that will build muscle. And that will really help with your bone density issues. So when you're recovering from an injury, how do you homeschool? Well, first of all, you have to find comfortable positions. And the best thing to do for me is I'll just like lay in my bed and move into different positions and find out like what is comfortable and what is not. Sometimes it can be super hard. Or I might get in a recliner. Like I, I recently had an injury where I slipped and fell my daughter was having another grandbaby, and I had all the grandchildren, and we were going to go see the newest grandbaby. So I ran upstairs, grabbed the brush, and brushed my hair, and then didn't see the water on the floor, slipped and fell right on my back. So I have been struggling now with back pain for a couple months, and it's really challenging. But I have found positions that I can sleep in and also positions that I can read in because I found that I can read in bed and get stuff done in bed or work on my cell phone. I've actually Googled on my cell phone and then sent myself emails <laughs> with stuff I can cut and paste into Word documents on my computer. So there's a lot of, so finding comfortable positions. For me, a recliner has just been awesome because I can get in position in the recliner where there's no weight on my injury. And so when you have an injury, Find out what's comfortable for you. Icing really helps me a lot. He can help. When I had a knee injury, I put a lot of um, ice packs on my knees when I was homeschooling. I would homeschool with ice packs on. Now, here's something to think about is that you also might be developing arthritis, and that's inflammatory. So think about your diet and removing inflammatory foods. Also, when you have an injury, there's a lot of inflammation. So removing that inflammation, your diet can really help with that. And all our favorite foods, just think if it tastes good, it's inflammatory. No, I'm, I'm kidding. But, you know, ice cream, sugar, sugar's inflammatory, white flours, um, gluten, and there are certain um certain meats that tend to be more inflammatory. Things that help bring the inflammation down would be fruits and vegetables and fish. And those things are really like kind of the opposite. So just figure out, I can actually tell 
that certain foods will make my back pain hurt more. And that's because there's a little more inflammation there. So anyway, I hope this helps. Think about your diet and always remember fruits, vegetables, fish. If you can just add those things to your diet, you know, it will gradually push out some of the things that aren't so good for you. Um, So when you're recovering from an injury and you're homeschooling, find comfortable positions to be in. Like I can homeschool from my recliner and then homeschool in spurts. So give yourself a rest because when you have an injury, you have to recover. And that's something that, you know, I would just ignore recovery when I was recovering from anything and get right back into the swing of things. But as I'm older, I realize I can't do that anymore. So say I homeschool for 30 minutes and I say, Hey guys, why don't you take an hour and go read? I know you guys all have reading to do. So go read and then let's come back and we'll, we'll do another half hour. So I've changed how the homeschool day goes, but they know it's temporary. I know it's temporary and maybe it isn't as efficient, but we can still get things done and I can still get rest in between time. When my back is hurting, I can lay on my side and that's that's something um so when i had problems with my knees it was pretty easy because i just had to keep my knees elevated and put ice on them but with my back it's really hard so i found if i lie on the side of my bed that my student can come in and lay or sit on that side and i can communicate and talk to them um though and then they can like go in and out come in and out and I can still work with them so that's just I mean that works for any kind of injury no matter what your age is find a place where you're comfortable and then figure out how to homeschool from that position um we did a lot of reading aloud and listening to audios and discussing audios and and conversation with homeschooling during this times that I had injuries or during the time that I was, you know, really struggling with some of the physical issues and that can really be a help. And remember you can homeschool from bed. I, I homeschooled from bed several times when I was pregnant. You can do it again when you're older. Um, and then how to homeschool during menopause. I've already mentioned gentle exercise and weights and, they really help your symptoms, um, gentle exercise and weights. And, but here's something super important. When you have, are going through menopause, stay in God's word. Don't neglect God's word because it is so easy to say, okay, well, I'll just, you know, I'm not feeling that great. I just won't read the word today. Don't do it. Get in the word more, not less. And you can also, when you're injured, you can listen to audio Bible, like what I'll do when I'm injured, when I was going through menopause, and I just know I need extra grace from God because this is hard. So I need more of the word, not less. And so I would read the word in the morning, and then I would get the audio Bible on um, Bible Gateway, and I would just turn the audio Bible on. I like the NASB. And I love his voice and I'll just turn it on and like listen to a whole book. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I may even be like sewing or, or cross stitching or doing something else while I'm listening, 
but I, I still feel like it really makes a difference to stay in the word. Learn to converse with God, not just in your prayer time, but throughout the day. Say, Lord, I'm I'm really hurting right now, and I'm scared I'm going to be angry and snap at the kids. Would you help me right now? I really, really need you. Or, Lord, wasn't that wonderful? I just had an hour where I felt so happy, and I didn't have any negative emotions. Thank you that you're answering my prayer. So set aside time for prayer. Set aside time for the word. But add more. So beyond just praying your quiet times, spend time talking to God throughout the day, especially when you actually need a lot of help from him. Um, be real, but be godly. What do I mean by that? Be honest with your children. Hey, I'm having a really bad day today. I'm feeling emotional. I, I just could you guys pray for me? I would really love it if you pray for me. So you're being real. You're letting your kids pray for you. That's beautiful. But also be godly. God gives us enough grace to obey him in every circumstance. Sometimes it doesn't feel like it. But if we press into him, there is grace there. And if you're a believer, it's more normal for you to be godly than not be godly. That's the normal state. Don't let Satan trick you out of that. Keep your eyes on Jesus and let him give you grace to do and say the right thing. And finally, I just I want to encourage you. You know, this is a season and actually I know it doesn't feel like it. And some of the parts of aging don't go away, but some of the stuff with menopause does go away. And when the, when the stuff with menopause goes away, you feel a lot more human. The weight starts coming off a lot easier. And it's just menopause that it seems like it lasts about 10 years. For some a little more, some a little less. But that whole like body changing and adjusting to the change. And again, I, I just want to remind you, make time in your schedule for gentle exercise. Even if it means going to a class at the YMCA or a local fitness center, and then starting school hours later. Make that time because you will be so much happier. Yes, exercise actually releases endorphins, but you will be so much happier if you make the time to do that because gentle exercise really helps us. And I just really recommend water. If you have aches and pains, water is so good. So if you can't exercise in water, then definitely take some baths, some, you know, put some nice smelling herbal bath beads in your tub and soak. Make time to do that because your family will benefit from the time you take to take care of yourself. And finally, I just want to encourage you you may feel like a grumpy, but you're, most people probably don't even notice. And you are making an impact on your family by homeschooling. And even if you are not at 100%, the truth is life happens and we're never at 100%. Don't ever feel like because you're not perfect, you cannot homeschool and do a really good job. So I am so cheering you on from where I am saying you can do it you can do it 
And remember, make time for gentle exercise. Start adding some really good anti-inflammatory foods like fruits and vegetables and fish to your diet. And finally, know that this season isn't forever. And it really is a blessing and a privilege to homeschool your children. And they'll appreciate it far more than you could ever know. God bless you, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Finish Well Homeschooling Podcast with Meredith Curtis and the Finish Well team. Please listen in every first and third Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Eastern Time here at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.